What's up, guys? It's Alex here with Bella, Maddie, and Rachel. We're back with BAM Podcast, and today we'll be talking about controversial topics, specifically online learning. We are super excited to take you on this journey with us and share our thoughts on current events. In this episode, we will dive into online learning and the future of schooling during the pandemic. We will also be having a very special guest from the Louisville administration to talk with us, so stay tuned. Without further ado, let's get into it. So before we get into talking with our special guest, Maddie actually conducted a survey sent to some students and her and Rachel are going to discuss that. So Maddie, how many people agree with hybrid learning and how many disagree with hybrid learning? Um, so actually, it was more people had voted no to wanting to go back for hybrid learning. It was about 53% voted no and about 46 voted yes. Um, I definitely found that more seniors wanted to stay home rather than going back um, for hybrid. I feel like a lot of them just kind of think, what's the point? Like, if we're not actually going back. Um, And then a lot of freshmen were the ones who had voted yes. Um, I think they're all kind of sad that there really was no, like, freshman or introduction year for them. So they don't really understand or fully grasp how much high school actually changes you, I guess. If I'm going to be completely honest, I kind of agree. I feel like it's better to wait until everything settled down completely. I mean, it's not really worth the risk going back to school, especially since we do have distant learning. So, so it, it, it really isn't a necessity to go back to school. Yeah. And then in regards to going back full time, there was actually more that voted no. It was 59.5% that voted no, and then 405 that voted no, or voted yes, sorry. Um, I think that a lot of people are just super anxious about actually going back. And again, like I had said, it was definitely more seniors that had said no and upperclassmen, and then definitely freshmen and sophomores that said yes. That's crazy. I think, I think the school should consider the student opinion. Yeah, I mean, like I had said in this quiz, um, This actually has no, I don't want to say relevance, but it is not at all going into the administration's decision to go back. Um, So I don't even know if a lot of them had clicked on this to even see what it was. Um, But yeah, it's definitely interesting because it's not, at least it's not like 80% or like 90% that don't want to go back. There is still a good chunk of students that do. And obviously not every single student at Louisville filled this out. So it's definitely interesting to think about. It's food for thought. Yep. <laughs> we are here with our special guest, Miss Thinnis. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. So we have some questions we wanted to ask you. First of all, um, with our virtual experience in the pandemic, is there anything you want to add or change to Louisville? You mean going forward in the future, like something that we've developed that we should continue? Yes. Yes. Um, I think that I think one of the things it's sort of obvious, but I think the way that we've gone very paperless in all of this is something that certainly can continue and is is a direction that we already needed to go and had an eye on going there even prior to the pandemic. I also think that there have been some very creative, creative things that have come out of this 
I think about the ASB um, weekly uh, newscasts that they've been doing, the Good Morning Louisville. I think that, um, and you guys could probably speak better to this and have your opinions on this as well, but I do think that some teachers have found ways of getting um, more, more creative with their projects and doing maybe a little less of like the traditional kinds of assessments. Yeah, I love how we're moving towards a more sustainable environment. I think that it's so important. I mean, Louisville's already been very good with that. We all have our water bottles, our reusable water bottles, and our fountains that are literally convenient, <laughs> conveniently right outside every single classroom. Mm -hmm. um, the lunch, I do miss the muffins, but I'm glad I'm not using all those styrofoam plates anymore yes and they were the, the lunch oh, sorry. i'm sorry the lunch program they were also moving toward more um sustainable things to use but they had to use up what they had i think so they were that we already had some of these things in mind and also at some point we are going to be getting um a better kind of trash sorting system like they have in some other schools and a lot of those things obviously a lot of those things got put on hold once COVID started, but I think this is this has propelled us in the right direction um, with the with the paperless aspects of everything. Yeah, especially with the group work, they've gotten so creative with having us use Google Docs, Google Slides to collaborate. And Teams has been such a helpful resource. Like here on this podcast, we're able to meet with our teachers and the rest of our classmates. I think that it's super accessible and makes life so much easier. Well, yeah, and I think the adaptability, when I think about when we when we had the fires the last few years and it was like, we just had to close the school. It was like, oh, fires, just everybody go home and no, nothing is gonna happen now. And now I think, you know, I think one little fire, we'd be like, ah, we got it. We'll just do this from home. Um, you know, the, <laughs> it, we'll, totally. we'll, much more functional and adaptable. I think so too. And I also think like you made a really good point that our teachers have had to be so creative and I really applaud them on that. So this is the real team, Miss Dennis. Are we going back and what factors were considered in this decision? Or do you have any knowledge that you are able well, to Well, um, I have knowledge, but I details are being being hammered out. As we, as we speak, um, but yes, we will be going back. And the decision really was, is his, as it's always been based on LA County Public Health and what, they're, what they allow, what their recommendations are. So with entering the red tier, as we have done successfully, finally, thank you people who wear masks and wash hands. And um, this is now we can have nice things because we're following the rules. So uh, we, we will be returning and that information will be coming out in more detail. I can't, I can't spill the tea, sorry, but it, you, you will be getting communication um, uh, in, in the coming days about what that plan looks like and what those dates will be. Um, it will not be March 17th. I can tell you that, um, but it, but, but soon, very soon. And um, we will be dividing the students. And I think you've probably seen that on your uh, profile, how you have a color next to your name. Um, yes. That yes. Those are tentative yeah. uh, groupings and based, and those were based on athletics and non-athletics. Uh, turned out to be the easiest way to divide students because it also allows us if there 
if there's a COVID outbreak on an athletic team, then we automatically know everybody that that athletic team was in contact with. So we don't have to go running around and figuring out like which water polo player was in which cohort or which group and et cetera. So it will help with that. And interesting because about half of our students play a sport and about half of our students don't right now. So uh, that, and then there, there were some other considerations um, to be given as well to those groupings, but that was the basic breakdown. That's actually a really smart way to do that. I never really thought about how if like one sports team or one player on a specific team was uh, or got COVID, how that could affect everybody else and all the groupings. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that was I think that was Mr. Wilson's idea. He's a smart man, that Mr. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think what Louisville are doing at the moment is really cool. And it's a lot more convenient than distant learning. Yeah. Yeah, being on virtual or online school has definitely been more convenient for me, especially because I live an hour away, so I don't get home until later after sports, and then I have to get up earlier to drive to school, but it's not now now that I've recognized how much I miss school, which I never thought there would be the day, um, I'm willing to drive <laughs> willing to drive. Adding on to what Bella is saying, um, I do have an immune deficiency, um, so I miss quite a bit of school, and I've had to be very selective and very super careful about one of the two friends I'm allowed to see during the pandemic, which is exciting, and I'm getting my vaccine. Um, but I also really appreciate that, like, our plan for going back, like, as you said, about the sports and dividing the student body, that's very, very thoughtful of, like, administration, especially, um, like, with the students in mind of, like, who could be exposed and organization. That's, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have come up with that. That's so and there is a lot that goes into the planning and reopening, even though we've been planning all along what it will be like when we reopen. But the other thing that changes is, the recommendations that come from the county keep changing or they, or the, and they were very late on getting those things out to the high schools. So, cause it's, a, it's, it, there are just a lot of considerations that, that we need to make an, in addition to the groupings, but, um, and it, and school will look very different when um, we all come back. It's not, it's still not going to feel exactly the same, but I think it will feel better once we settle in and, and everybody can see each other um, and have some some real human interaction, even though it will be at a distance and it will be with a mask on and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, yeah, we're, we, uh, it, it, we, we a, lot, a lot of planning has, has, has gone into this and um, there was a whole task force of um, people that had been working on it all year. And it's just week to week, everything changes. And you just, like I said, the adaptability that we've all had to show is kind of amazing because it's from, from day to day, week to week, it feels like what's happening now. So um, we're excited. Well, there you have the inside scoop from Miss Dennis. Thank you for sharing. Do you have any advice for students who are anxious to go back on campus? Uh, advice for students going back on campus. Um, I think um, I think people should maybe start getting up a little bit earlier to prepare for, as Bella was saying, the drive, the commute, maybe develop some more structured habits maybe, maybe than you've had in the past. Um, I think that um, 
students who have dyed their hair pink, purple, or blue um, should consider un undoing that uh, and uh, get, getting those uniforms out, making sure they still fit, um, whether you've lost weight or gained weight in the last several months um, or grown. Many of you have probably grown taller. Uh, so checking out, making sure your uniforms are ready to go. Um, and I think, I think also just coming, being prepared for school to be different than it was and, and not feeling disappointed if your friends aren't there or just uh, get kind of still maintaining that flexibility and adaptability. And, oh, and I think continued patience with the teachers and uh, everybody because the teachers will be um, needing to teach students in person at the same time other students will be learning virtually on Teams. And that is a whole new thing for everybody. And that is nothing that they train you for in teacher school. Uh, and so, so there will definitely be some glitches. I am definitely, uh, it, it adds another layer of stress to what the teachers have to do to manage two different groups of students at once. And in, in my opinion, it's not ideal at all, but it is the, the best model anybody seems to have come up with. So patience, patience and understanding and kindness to your, towards your teachers as always. I agree. That was great advice, Ms. Dennis. Yes. So those of you who have your hair dyed, you heard it from Ms. Dennis herself. You better start using that stripping yes. shampoo. Figure that out. <laughs> Figure that out. Well, thank you so much for um, coming and talking to us, Ms. Well, Dennis. We thank really you for inviting it. me, and I look forward to um, to listening to this podcast, and I look forward to the the rest of what you all are doing in the journalism uh class. It's just it's fantastic. I think this is great. You guys are doing a great job. And ultimately, I look forward to seeing all of you back on campus very soon. So come by the attendance office and say hi when that happens. We will. Thank uh -huh. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was wonderful talking to you guys about your opinion on the online learning. And thank you to our listeners and lovely sponsors. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. And we'll see you later. Go check out The Royal on theroyal.louisvillehs.org. Subscribe and tell your friends and stay tuned for the next one. I'm Bella. I'm Alex. I'm Maddie. And I'm Rachel. And this and is, this the is Bam Bam Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>